podcast where not only do we break down one film a fortnight from the IMDb Top 250 list, and not only do we do Pod V Pods where we battle other different podcasts on various different movie games, but we also celebrate two-year podiversaries. Podiversaries? Yeah. You're making up words now, Hendo? Sure. Why the hell not? We can do what we want. It's our podcast. <laughs> no, two years, Dean. Two years. It's exciting. My God. Yes. Two years to this day. To the day. That we released it. Yep. Die Hard. Yep. Man, we recorded that in our in my little little closet. It was very little. Our knees were basically touching and I had They were touching. I had like six or seven handwritten pages of notes oh, on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> all the cr- all the crumpling notes. And you're just looking at me like, why don't you just write it on your phone? I was like, nah, nah, I like handwriting. Next week, phone. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I did, no, I reckon, it did take you a while. I did a few handwritten notes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was quite fond of the handwritten notes. Wasn't too long till we were out of that closet, though. It didn't take us, uh, well, was I think it, it was five, six episodes. Yeah, I think Wild Tales was the first one we did out okay. of the closet. Kind of makes you wonder why we ever started in the closet. <laughs> Hey, we were still raw. We were new. All we're I, just all trying I to, we're trying to get that audio quality yeah. as good as it could be. Yeah. And then we settled for not in the closet. We settled for less but more comfort. Yes. yes. Comfort. But now, of course, we've gone through a couple of different studios here. Two years later, we're in probably the biggest studio we've had. Yes, for sure. Yep, all the nice movie posters and the the sound buffers and the and the audio mics, the fantastic microphones, courtesy of our awesome, awesome patrons. For pa- sure. Patreon as well. I mean, my God, like yeah. it's it's been fantastic so far. It really has. It makes it so rewarding as well, getting so much like positive feedback from our patrons in particular. It just it really is yeah, it makes it makes it makes us love doing this, yeah, wanting to do it, it really every week. Worthwhile, like yeah, like what I well, I think we said it last week that we haven't missed a week since Toy Story, yeah. which is o- over a year ago now. Yeah, and it is it is a big commitment. It is a big time, you know, sucker during the week to. And we just keep doing more and more and more. I know because <laughs> <laughs> we love it so much, and we love all of you listeners out there. Nah, for sure. But like I said, two year anniversary today. And we've done 50 breakdowns so far. So we are one-fifth of the way through the list. So we decided, why not celebrate the two-year potiversary by going back and looking at our 50 breakdowns so far, our ranked list. We've got many different clips of all the other episodes of these breakdowns, these pod v pods. Have a little bit of fun with it. We've also got a bunch of different uh, messages from a whole bunch of other people who love the podcast, different podcasters, different general listeners. It's going to be a good time today, I reckon. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And I'm, I'm really excited because of how happy you are. I came in. I came in today. I've never seen you so upbeat. Never. Not ever, Hendo. Oh, that's kind of depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, we've got a lot of different uh, messages along the way here, and I'm going to kick it off straight away with this little fella right here. Hey, Dan and Dean, this is TJ, and I just wanted to give you guys a very sincere congratulations on two years. IMDb Journey was one of the first podcasts I started listening to. And through y'all's hard work and dedication, I can honestly say that I've spent hours and hours laughing, smiling, learning, and even crying with you guys, aka the La La Land breakdown. Y'all are two of the nicest guys I've had the pleasure to enjoy movie conversations and collabs with. And as a fan, I want to say thank you and a friend, a big congratulations to you guys. Here's to many, many more years. Wow. That is, that's from the heart. That is TJ. He's one of the best. Oh, classic TJ. Man, I love TJ. <laughs> yep, expect plenty more of all those messages along the way here. It's gonna be gonna be good fun. Oh, that was so nice, wasn't what, it? What a nice one to kick it off. But of course, we've got some of our usual other stuff we've got to get through, as well as give me the update. All right, Hendo, what's going on on the IMDb 
Top 250. Ford v Ferrari has moved up 27 spots to 133. Moved up? Yes. Wow. Awesome. We're on Parasite Watch, as usual. As usual. Up two more spots to 34. Only two. Mm. Wow. It's going to make seven more spots in four weeks. Ooh. It's going to be a tight one. <laughs> oh, it's exciting. <laughs> we'll keep a close eye on that one. Yes, Joker's gone down one spot to 19, putting Goodfellas up to 18. Nice. But we have a new entry into the list. Yeah, we do. None other than The Irishman. The Irishman, the epic three-and-a-half-hour Scorsese gangster film, which I have already seen three times. <laughs> yes, well, it did debut into the list at number 64, but it has since dropped down to 92. Oh, no. <laughs> In a couple of days. Ouch. Yeah, so keep an eye on it. it. We'll see what happens. This is going to be, for the rest of the year and for the start of next year, it's going to be Parasite and The Irishman Watch, I reckon. I mean, hopefully we have some Irishman to watch. Did you say The Irishman 2? Watch. <laughs> like, I, t- I tell you, if it starts getting close to out, I'm picking it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pick it up for sure. Well, I'm not letting that get out of our clutches. <laughs> All right, Dean, let's get into it. We're going to go our 50 breakdowns from 50 up to 26 because we're going to do a two-parter here. There's a lot to get through with this whole list. So we're going to start off with you, Dean. What is your 50th film that we've broken down? My 50th film is The Seventh Seal, the absolute worst film that we have done, in my opinion. It sounds so negative when you say that. It is negative. Yeah. I gave it a negative review. You did. One of the few that uh, we have given a negative review to over the course of this uh, these two years. So this is also about the same time where we did our Pod V Pod with Daniel from the Aussie Nerd Podcast. And as usual, on our Pod V Pods, we talk about what else we've been watching and I'll put a little clip here of Dean doing a rather interesting review, I must say. Yeah, this is another one of those films that I went in with very low expectations and it wasn't bad. Like, I actually found myself looking at it going, you know what? I don't mind this. Wow, have you had a good week? Have you had a good uh, no, Fortnite of movies? I give it two stars. But I was, <laughs> I was, I was expecting, what? I was expecting, like, oh, bored dude, out of my mind. Just end the review there. <laughs> That was amazing. I had a good time with it. Two stars. <laughs> what? What? I mean, what movie was it? I don't even care. That's, <laughs> that, that, is, that is fantastic. I must have had super low expectations. <laughs> no, but of course we are on the same page here because my number 50 is The Seventh Seal oh, as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I am disappointed that it is that low. It's just it wasn't the film for us, I guess. Obviously, if you go back and listen to it, you'll, you'll hear our generally – unfavorable thoughts but respectful thoughts hendo of course respectful thoughts not unlike your negative thoughts for opening credits in general all right mate let's get into it i'm assuming you skipped the credits at the start no why what why would i skip you them? are so i i looked at these credits i'm like yeah dean's already fast forwarded this like 30 seconds fast forwarding doesn't exist like i don't Ding, fast Ding forward. clicked or no I, I think you're really misrepresenting me here i think the only time i'm really fast forwarding credits is if i've seen them before I'm not sure I'm ever fast. Actually, I did with Ben Hur, didn't I? In fairness, those credits. That's like were, six minutes long. They were really long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were terrible credits. And they really did start off what for me was a super boring film in my number 49 spot, Ben Hur. Oh, Ben Hur, hey? Bigger than Ben Hur, my ass. I had no idea this was going to be some epic religious film. I was like, where's all the chariots? And instead, I got Jesus. I was all like, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Righto. 
No, Ben-Hur, uh, we did have a, a fun little conversation there in regards to the, the speed of the beating the drum. Now, what do you think of the the whole scene where he's they're gradually beating the drum harder and harder and they're rowing faster and faster and faster? Yeah, I, actually, I enjoyed it. I was Because in- did you know there was actually a deleted scene here? Because the scene more. the scene wasn't supposed oh to finish God. there. They had they had battle speed. They had attack speed. They had ramming speed. That's my favorite speed. But they originally kicked it up to demon speed. <laughs> Oh, I was gonna... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, so many fun jokes back then. Yes. What happened? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but my 49 isn't Ben-Hur. It is uh, a film that I really did not like in the slightest. It is, of course, Hutchie, A Dog's Tale. What? Yes. Good old Hutchie. That was about the same time we did our Pod v Pod 20, where you and I had a battle against each other. It was also about halfway through the movie watching challenge as well, and uh, I know you were getting a little frustrated at the amount of movies I was watching for the What Else I've Been Watching segment. All right, mate, I am dying to hear how many films you have watched in the last two weeks. Okay, I've watched one. (laughs) All right, Hendo, how many have you watched? 19. (sighs) Because I care about the podcast. I want to give... I don't know where you find the time for this. I am so busy all the time. I struggle, struggle to watch a movie. And here you are, just smashing out 19 movies. That's right. That's what I do. Do you actually actually watch them or just Google someone else's reviews and cut and paste? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what you were saying to me before? (laughs) (laughs) So much easier when you do it that way. Well, yeah. I, I can't believe that actually made the episode, Hendo. I thought you would have cut that out for sure. Well, it's all lies. It's all you've, lies you've what you were saying. You've away your strategy, how you were able to watch, what, 35 movies in a week. And I still lost. Yeah, of course you did, Hendo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's another message from a good friend of ours, Brad from The Cinema Guys. Hey, guys. It's Brad from The Cinema Guys. Congratulations on the podiversary you guys are awesome. Love your show. And you put out some great stuff. The Thing episode and Monty Python and the Holy Grail are still two of my favorites that you've done. I hope that you keep this going for many, many more years. Have a good one, guys. Ah, that was very nice. Keep it going. We're, we're, Keep we're, it going. we're going strong. We're doing our best, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number 48 film is Singing in the Rain. Yeah, that was is- a long time ago now. That was that would have been in our first ten, was yep, it? Episode nine. Oh wow. Okay. Mm. I I mean, I enjoyed breaking it down, but man, I would never watch that film again. Yeah, there was a section where you did give off a little bit more information that I would have liked. But do you think that's her character? Like she's this no, I dramatic get, I, I get over actor, she, and I get that she's dramatic and overacting. But I just think her acting in this is terrible. I would love. Okay, maybe I wouldn't, but I wouldn't mind seeing her in another movie and seeing what she's like. Because this performance from this actress... Jean Hagen. Jean Hagen, of course. Jean Hagen. <laughs> it's really bad. Jean Hagen. That's her name. And Jean Kelly. Yeah. Jean Kelly, G-E-N-E, and Jean Hagen, so J-E-A-N. Like Jean Grey and Jean Hackman. <laughs> that's really that's a really quick pull. That was good. I like that. Oh, I don't mind a quick pull. <laughs> Well, there's the explicit tag. <laughs> well, uh, good to say nothing's changed. Yeah, I was going to say, it's nice to know some things uh, don't change. 
All right, that's on to my number 48, and it is around the same time as Singing in the Rain. It's uh, A Beautiful Mind. Yeah, this is probably my biggest surprise of your rankings on a list. I can't believe how little you think of this film. It just dropped down on a rewatch when we did it. What didn't drop down was uh, your impersonations. Am I going to think of him in that film? You know what his big film is? His biggest film? Baby Driver? Uh, Sound of Music. Ah, okay. So, I have not seen The Sound of Music. What? Don't give me the what like you didn't know that. You haven't seen (laughs) The Sound of Music? What? (laughs) Are you trying to do a Tim Allen there? No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's just quality. It's flawless impersonations. (laughs) You'd swear he was in the actual room with us. (laughs) All right, you're number 47, mate. Is Yo Jimbo. It's a. Uh, you still haven't got that pronunciation right. It's the classic samurai film that we watched. Yeah, you still can't pronounce that uh, movie right, much like I can't pronounce a certain word right. But we basically get a bit of expedition set up. Expedition? Yeah, we get some Ex- expedition. Is it expedition? Yeah. yeah there, okay. So we basically get a bit of expedition set up here by Hansuke. Is it expedition? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, expedition. Google. <laughs> Google it. Expedition. Expedition? You were close. You were close. That's what that's what the samurai's on. He's on an expedition, isn't he? Yes. To find his exposition. Exposition. I I just don't see why you have so much trouble with it. Careful now, because there's a, another clip later on involving that same word. <laughs> <laughs> now my number forty seven is the oldest film on this list, the black and white Sherlock Jr. And this was also about the same time when we were doing our Toy Story marathon. We'd given out a bonus episode on Toy Story Two where we were having a little argument about jokes, I guess. I guess you could say jokes. I feel like you're recognizing that they were trying for a laugh and you're like, <laughs> is like, I don't actually I don't understand think what you mean. That you would be watching that, that going, oh, I understand that they were that's, trying that's for a funny. joke. Bravo. The joke landed, so I laughed. Yes, that's true. I understood that this was a joke. The joke was funny. I feel so like I you'd be the sort of person that would love TV shows with a laugh track telling you when to I laugh. I feel like you'd be the kind of guy who'd be awesome at parties. Thank you. We've been to many parties together. We'd all be having a laugh. You're like, I don't see the fun in that. I see you, I see you guys recognising that this is a joke. <laughs> and feeling peer pressured into laughing. <laughs> That's good. Oh, that is good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Dean, let's take a break from the list and let's get to... That's my question! The question, jerk! Where we asked you, which one of the films that we've done a breakdown on have you not seen that you want to see the most? And let's take a look at some responses. We've got some surprising answers here, Hendo. There's always some surprising answers with this type of question. Really exposed some people, didn't it? It certainly did. Let's start with Louis Ream. Someday I'll start my quest to see Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I want to visit the castle, ah, and pet a killer rabbit. And I'm very curious what Arthur would know about aerodynamics in the medieval ages. Next up from JB. Infernal Affairs or The Prestige? E-Curb also says Infernal Affairs and Once Upon a Time in America. Who? How has anyone not seen Once Upon a Time in America by now? the last time it's on there. Uh, Emerald Hills says, I'd really like to see Hachi. No, you I, wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I, I, I'm right there with you. It is a very, very nice film that you, you will, should see. You will regret that very quickly. M. Strawn says, yo, Jimbo. Raymond LaBarbera says, The Shining. Shame on me for not catching it until now. Ooh, maybe he's watching it. He's probably watching it as he was typing that. As he's typing. Mm. Fred says the pianist. Herald of Creation says, I have seen 14 of these. Wow. 14 out of 50. That's pretty low. you got some work to do, mate. Yeah. 
Out of the others, three really appear. Three. The Seventh Seal. I'd skip that one. Vertigo, debatable, and Donnie Darko. That's that's quality. I want to know what your other eleven are. And the fact that none of the other ones you want to see? Come on, man. Daniel Torkel says, I think I've never seen Once Upon a Time in America straight through. So there. That's even worse. What's this straight through business? You tell me you watch this in parts? Watching it in parts. Maybe you watch that uh, two-hour ship version and you watch little sections of that. Mm. Matt Cormack says, Cool Hand Luke. Chad Durham says, Your name. Come on, man. Get on your name. Fairy Tale Pictures says, Wild Tales. Jordan Carroll says, it's a wonderful life. Just bought it on Blu-ray though, so making sure I watch it this Christmas. Do you ever do that? Or did you ever do that where you- Buy a film I hadn't seen? Yeah. I was ah, super rare. I used to do it a lot with the DVDs, less so with the Blu-rays. But when you see a movie that you really want to see and it's like, oh, five bucks, yeah, I'll go, well, why not? I'll buy that. Yeah, I pro- yeah, you're probably right. I'm not sure I ever did it with a Blu-ray, but I'm sure, you know, DVDs maybe, but it's ballsy. I mean, there's so many different ways to watch movies now. I mean, yeah. probably not do it now. Definitely not now. <laughs> uh, Reza says, a beautiful mind. Because I'd like to know what my friend meant when he called me by this movie title. He didn't mean nice things, okay? No, like, when you watch the film, you'll understand. Yeah, it's it's not a compliment. <laughs> Chris is going to go with Vertigo. Shara Valentine says, some like it hot seems like a movie right up my alley. But for some reason, I've never sat down to watch it. It's an interesting alley. Can't all be winners. Line for all your bad jokes. Peter DeVilbus says, No country for old men. Ooh, good movie. Jared Kelly says, Die hard. Oh. Get out. <laughs> there's, there's no more to that, Hendo. Okay. He's gone. <laughs> what about Nick from the Epic Film Guys? Once upon a time in America. Now, Nick, what are you doing? You're doing a little uh, house of cards. Now, Nick, look. <laughs> now, look. <laughs> Once uh, upon a time in America is fantastic, it is brilliant. <laughs> No, it really is. Uh, yeah, you're missing out, mate. Emily Mason says, Rocky. Yeah. Speaking of not missing out, uh, the oh, what is this? 242nd. The 240. The, two, oh, the what? The 242nd. The 242nd says, The Shining. Ghost of the Stratosphere says, Pretty easily the thing. Everything else I've either seen it or I've no desire to. Jeffrey Care says, Ben Hur. Hey, probably, probably skip that one. Dean would definitely tell you to skip that one. Joe Banyard says, well, I haven't seen Ben-Hur, Hutchie, The Pianist, or Infernal Affairs. Can't say any of them are at the top of my watch list. All right, moving on over to Facebook. Sam Hurley at the Movie Reviews in 20Q's podcast says, literally the only one I've not seen is Hutchie. So, awesome. You got something great to watch then, Sam? Yeah, not Hutchie. Got plenty of other things to watch, mate. Rob Annafield says, Die Hard. Though now it's Christmas time, I think I'll rectify that soon. Have you not seen Die Hard, Rob? I, I can't even answer that. Nick Milner says Infernal Affairs. Chris Waldridge says The Seventh Seal has been on my to-watch list for too long. Maybe you can keep it there. <gasps> or maybe just take it off. Lastly on Facebook here from Mark Bryant. Only a few I haven't seen. I'd love to watch Casino and Once Upon a Time in America. See, there's some positivity. Yeah, of course, it's Once Upon a Time in America and Casino for that matter. Both great movies. All right, on our patron here, another digital citizen says Groundhog Day. Another digital citizen says Groundhog Day. I'll stop. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? You said it fine. Why are you saying it again? <laughs> yeah, good joke. Uh, what have we got? Lastly here on Patreon from Hayden Gerloff says, I guess La La Land. You can really sense how keen Hayden is to watch La La Land there. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, everyone, for putting in an answer there. 
Now, for next week's question, considering we'll be in the, the front half of our top 50, so obviously the better movies, we're going to ask you, what is your favorite film that we've done a breakdown on? So I expect to see a lot of uh, big, great films. A lot more Once Upon a Time in America's. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to get more responses to that on that one than we did on this one. Highly unlikely. <laughs> All right, let's get back into the list, mate. You're number 46. Infernal Affairs, The Wannabe Departed. Oh, Infernal Affairs. That was about the time we did our Pod v Pod horror one with Invasion of the Remake. Ah, yeah. ass kicked. Yes, well, it was horror and we're not horror guys, so we, we went into that one expecting it. No excuses, Hendo. No, this is not. why you fail. <laughs> <laughs> but we also had a little chat now, what else have been watching section about. What, what do we actually talk about when we're not recording? Now, it took me a long time to finish this film, right? Because I remember watching the first half of this movie and maybe 50% because of this film, 50% because I had to do something else, I turned it off. And I remember speaking to you a little while ago, man, like, I don't even know if I want to finish this. Oh, you were ragging on this film, something chronic. I was like, like, bro, calm down. It can't be that bad. I don't think you said that at all. (laughs) I think you're on your phone like, huh? (laughs) It's like, why are you talking to me? We're not recording. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is that is partly true. It's true to life for sure. Why are you talking to me about movies, really? <laughs> yeah. Anytime we're like, hey, watch the movie, shut up. We don't talk about this right now. So basically when we're like, what else do we talk about? And then you can basically hear the cricket sometimes. Hmm. Speaking of the Invasion of the Remake podcast. Hey, it's Jason with Invasion of the Remake along with Sam Stepanenko and Trish Coughlin. Hello, hello. Hi. We're, we're here to wish happy anniversary, second anniversary to IMDb Journey. Yes. It's a two, year, uh, two years of podcasting. That's pretty great. Two years. Still in the newlywed stage, I think. Yeah, that's, uh, that's cotton. cotton. That's cotton. Yeah. Cotton picking? Cotton picking. Cotton picking. I don't, uh, here's some underwear, guys. Some nice underwear. Some nice tidy whities Here's some high-quality cotton, cotton underwear. Cotton underpants. Cotton underwear for you. To, you can just podcast in the cotton from underwear, us, breezy, in your own home. From us to you. There's nothing weird and awkward about that at all. No. Nothing. No. Nope. No. No. So, uh, party in your underpants. <laughs> that takes on a whole new meaning, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know what they do out in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know. It's really hot there. I'd be in my underpants all the time, too. Oh, yes. Yes, it can get very, very hot. When you live about uh, uh, one kilometer away from the sun, I, I would probably... <laughs> Be hiding in in the shade in my underpants. So yeah, this, me is, too. this is why I've been banned from the country. I think so. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was so much the, <laughs> the underpants. Continent. It was just inviting everyone to the party in them. Yeah. Well, that's one continent down. Let's <laughs> 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 see what other continents I can be banned from. <laughs> happy birthday, guys. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. Yes. Happy anniversary. We're not singing the fucking song. No. <laughs> Congratulations, Daniel and Dean, on two years of IMDb journey. Yay! Did, did I miss some cotton underwear reference there? <laughs> How did you miss that? <laughs> I think they love cotton. I think they really like cotton underwear. <laughs> Not just cotton, underwear. Invasion of the cotton. Invasion of the... No, I'll stop. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Nah, thanks a lot, guys. All right, it's funny that you mentioned um, your number 46 for Infernal Affairs because that is also my number 46. Good. Finally, you get one right, Hendo. Well, we had the seventh seal at number 50. How quickly your memory is just so... It's so appalling. It was <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> well, I try to forget the seventh seal as often as I can. Now, but you did mention uh, the departed wannabe. 
I'm can joking. we can we try and not say talk the departed? About the departed. <laughs> no, it's hey. Why would you say you that? You were about to. No, I wasn't. I thought you were. There was something I was going to say about that movie we won't mention, but I decided no. We've made an agreement. You've broken it already. It's like the first three minutes of the film. Oh, I can't help myself. All right, let's try again. Okay. Okay. I'm going to mention this, but I'm, I don't count this as breaking our rule, okay? Because I'm you not- know what, You know, no, you know I'm someone's not, so convincing, they say, I'm not going to break my rule by saying this, but- I was like, what a dick thing to say. He spent 10 Did you years- say what a dignity thing to say? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Hey, that counts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you have a film as great as The Departed, you can't help yourself. <laughs> Uh, nice, nice dingham pull from you, though. Thank you. All right, we're on to your number 45. 45, Cool Hand Luke. Yes, there is that iconic line in Cool Hand Luke that uh, we couldn't help but try and impersonate ourselves. And we get arguably the most famous quote of the film. Dan, you want to have a crack at this one? All right, I'll have a go. <clears throat> what we've got here is failure to communicate. God, that's not, that wasn't bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a pass. All right, your turn. Because right, you got to get that, that whisper into the what. <laughs> what we've got here is failure to communicate. <laughs> oh, that's gold. I love it. Awesome. I don't know if our impersonations have gotten better or worse over time. <laughs> I don't like this any more than you do. <laughs> All right, on to my number 45, which is a very early breakdown we did. It is Wild Tales. Ah, yes, the old anthology film. Yes, and it was at this time where we introduced our first game of trivia. Really? Was it, was it me and you? No, it was me asking you the questions where you had to guess the number one film uh, box office-wise. Oh, that's year. right. And I think I, I guess I thought too low of you because, uh, yeah, some of, these, some of these answers were, well, you're going to find out. Okay, on to 2009. Is it Avatar? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give that man a point. Oh dear. 1997. Is it The Lost World, Jurassic Park, Men in Black, or Titanic? <laughs> 1993. Man, <laughs> is it Jurassic Park? <laughs> the other two are Mrs. Doubtfire and the Fugitive. <laughs> Yeah, I think I learned my lesson after that. <laughs> Maybe make them a little bit harder next time. I don't know. Keep it at that level. I feel like you've gone way too hard with questions now. <laughs> All right. My number 44 is Rocky. Oh, man. I'm still not over that. Correctly in its place. Almost at the bottom. Yes, but that was about the time we did our Pod v Pod 13, which was you and me versus each other. And it was about the time where you had a review for, I believe it was Venom. And I really liked it. Like, I know it's a cartoon thing, but had a lot of substance to it. And I, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. When you get those two letters, DC, slammed at the front, Dean is like instant, at least three stars. Dean comes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm never going to be able to watch one of those films now and just see that. Uh. Damn it. <laughs> and I still haven't. And you've watched a lot of DC I know. films. <laughs> Those animated films was a nightmare. <laughs> All right, that brings me to my number 44, which is a film that you mentioned earlier. It is Ben-Hur. Not too far from where you put it. But miles too high. Yeah, your opinion, of course. Uh, this was about the time where I also was uh, not giving the best trivia, I guess I could say. 
several of the categories won by Titanic and The Lord of the Rings Return of the King didn't even exist in Ben-Hur's day. So the fact that it won 11 of those awards back then makes it even more impressive. And it was also the first film to ever win at least 10, which would make sense. From- which is a, yeah, which is a bit of a stupid fact, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. It's also, actually, I found another fact in my um, deep reading. It's also the first film to win 11. <laughs> yeah, I think my trivia's gotten uh, a bit better over time. <laughs> I would hope research. so. I would hope so. <laughs> All right, Dean, I think it's time we play another little guest message here. And this one is from Nick at the Epic Film Guys. Dean, Hendo, IMDb Journey, it's Nick from the Epic Film Guys. I love you guys. Uh, two years, it's absolutely amazing. And the amount of content that you guys crank out, not just for your regular show, but also for the patrons, is like, I aspire to that. You know, even though I know we dump a ton of content too, but I love listening through. I'm going through all of your back catalog now and kind of getting caught up on everything that I have missed over time. And you two are just whip smart about movies. You both have a lot of insane knowledge and I just love the way that you guys bicker back and forth. Like, I just love that, that friendship aspect of it. Like no matter what movie you guys are talking about, even if it's a movie I haven't seen, or even if it's a movie that I don't even like, I just still love to hear you two go back and forth about it. And especially Dean, just because he just kind of loves, he just loves to get, get at you, Hendo. And I absolutely love that. And, uh, you guys just do this absolutely amazing show and, Keep podcasting, please, please, please. Years and years and years. Just keep turning them away. And I will definitely keep listening. And I've definitely got to get on joining you over there on Patreon as well. Because you guys have covered some amazing movies that I absolutely love. And I just got to get myself over there to check them out. So much, much love from here in frigid, freezing upstate New York. (laughs) And I hope that you guys uh, just keep churning out amazing content. We love you guys. And we can't wait to have you back for live stream for The Cure for peace guys congratulations ah that was nice that was nice thanks so much nick i mean you can't blame me though for getting into hendo because he's just so wrong on so oh yeah of course (laughs) calm down of course you think that (laughs) no we'll definitely be willing and ready to go for live stream for the cure 4 when that comes up for sure absolutely very excited for it all right on to your 43 mate 43 is a very old film chaplain city lights Uh, A Chaplin film. There's plenty on the list, but this is the only one we've done so far. This is also one of the rare times that I was actually able to convince you of a different opinion. You can tell that she knows her friend is walking away with uh, a man and she has longing in her eyes. And you can tell from here that she does, she's looking for love and companionship. I imagine it would be an incredibly lonely life. Did you, is that what you got from that face? Because... Like, I know she's trying to show sadness, but the, I don't know, her expression to me it was really weird. It almost looked like she was angry. I didn't notice that at all, so okay. obviously you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> I thought she was okay in this movie. Okay. Like, I didn't oh, think she was bad. Oh, she's fine in the movie, just in this one shot. All right, so we just had a quick look at that scene. She's not sad. <laughs> she's dead set angry with yes! these people. <laughs> thank you. Go pick up, Endo. Thank pick you, up. thank you, thank you. She really does look angry. <laughs> like, screw you guys. I have to stay home because I can't see. I'm going to keep you company. Please. <laughs> wow, I can't believe we actually paused the podcast to go and watch some of Oh, we do that all the time. <laughs> well, especially way back in the day, we used to do some pausing. All right, moving on to your number 43, Hendo. Singing in the rain. 
Ah, so a few familiar films around here for both of us then. Yes, of course. And this this was about the time we had a big break between, I believe it was, Wild Tales and Singing in the Rain. So one of those episodes before this. I was sick. Yeah, you were very sick. I and lost my voice. Yes, you did. So, yeah, Singing in the Rain. It's a great musical number. Give us your best rendition. Nah. Wow, that was beautiful. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, hold on. I'll, I'll do my best rendition. I'm singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. What a glorious feeling! I'm happy again. That's all I know. That was uh That was something. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> Pretty sure I recorded that on the toilet. <laughs> no, you didn't. You said that was a video you sent to me. You were just sitting on the couch. Sitting on the can. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't put it past you. (laughs) All right, on to your number 42. You've mentioned it before, but this is where I put Sherlock Jr. That's right. It is the one of two, I believe, silent films that we've done so far. And you had an interesting take on a silent movie. Yes, this movie is free for everyone out there on YouTube. And we'll put a link to it in the show notes. If anyone wants to actually go out and listen to it, watch it, maybe. You don't listen to silent films, Hendo. You don't listen to the, the nice music? It's no. Would you, would you watch it on mute? I mean, I could. Wouldn't really affect anything. Well, you're not going to get that sad violin which playing. Is a, which is actually quite weird because even while I was watching, I watched it during the day and my three kids were running around and there were points when I was like, shut up, <laughs> I'm trying to watch a movie. <laughs> oh, those damn kids. Oh, of course. <laughs> All right, let's throw another guest message in here. And this one comes from Paul at the Film Busters podcast. Hello, this is Paul from the Film Busters podcast all the way over in the UK. I am walking the dog at the moment, but I just wanted to say happy two years to the IMDB Journey podcast. I mean, it's quite fitting because this is actually where I listen to your podcast. So, you know, I just want to say thank you for entertaining me on my long walks in this freezing cold right now actually and this is a pretty steep hill so I'm not usually talking so I'm not used to it but thanks guys happy two years that's fantastic <laughs> so out of breath <laughs> yeah thanks very much Paul really appreciate that bud all right that brings me to my number 42 which is cool hand Luke and this was done at about the same time as our one-year anniversary, where we did our Pod V Pod X with Billy and Topher from We Watch The Thing. And considering this was exactly a year ago since we did that episode, we're going to introduce a new little segment here where we travel back and basically every week from now on, we're going to reminisce on the good old times. I'm glad uh, you got that one, Endo, because I didn't know who John Cho was. <laughs> really? <laughs> but but really I'm guessing awkward. as soon as I said he's As soon as you said yeah. Harold Akuma, I was like, okay, which one was he? <laughs> <laughs> who voiced the title character in 2010's Marmaduke? Oh, I I think it's one of the Wilsons, isn't it? I don't... I, what? What's it called? <laughs> Marmaduke. Yeah, I think you made that up. I'm, it's, oh, I'm so sure it's one of the Wilsons, but I'm also not sure at all. All right, let's go, let's go Luke Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's actually Bill Owen Murray? Wilson. <laughs> 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 
Judy Incorrect. Greer is in adaptation. Adaptation. Okay. So key scene. <laughs> 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 I've said too much. <laughs> it's a great scene. Okay, just the one review here for The Untouchables from Mackenzie Lambert. Brian De Palma offers a stylish prohibition thriller pitting Ness versus Capone. Costner and De Niro are great, but the likes of Sean Connery and Billy Drago steal their scenes. Wonderful, quotable script by David Mamet. Okay, I feel like your pronunciation may be a little off there, but I will take your word that it is Mamet. Well said. <laughs> All right, next one. Meal ticket. Guy with no arms or legs. Do you know that would not Harry enjoy Potter? would not enjoy a swing. <laughs> oh my God. Does the Ballad of Buster Scruggs bother you guys as a title? It annoys the hell out of me since it only applies to one segment of the movie and relates to the other almost two hours of the movie in no way. I didn't mind it because it, it gets your attention. What is this? Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Like, yeah, interesting title. Like, what, what would the title be if you were to title them in? Western Tales as opposed to Wild Tales? Yeah, I, I think we got it. Did you? All right. You, you didn't look like you did. Man, when you miss, you really miss, don't you? All right, from Julio. Shut up. <laughs> Don't say that to Julio, he's our friend. <laughs> so this is basically a parody of the tired slasher Cabin in the Woods sort of genre, which was brilliantly parodied in the movie Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> hey listeners, we just want to take a quick second here to thank you for taking the time out of your day to come and listen to us banter on about movies and all things movie related. Yeah, it really does mean a lot to the both of us. We're always looking to improve our show and get our name out there, and there's a couple of ways you can help us. Yeah, one of the easiest ways is to just get the word of mouth out there. Let your family and friends know about the show and where they can find us, which is pretty much everywhere. Places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and of course, Podbean. We're very thankful for Podbean for taking on our podcast. Yeah, definitely. It's a great hosting site, and it's got this great app with it as well. Yeah, what I like about Podbean's app is you can actually comment on the episode that you're watching, and it goes straight to us, and we can reply back immediately. I was also recently on the Countdown podcast with Paul for a little bonus episode there where we reminisced on the the dreaded movie watching challenge and we to- we talked about our worst 10 films we watched because of that damn challenge, man. Yeah, I listened to that a couple of days ago and yeah, it was great. You guys were fantastic as always. But what I really liked about it was that if you ever give me a bad movie now, I've actually got some ammo to fire back <laughs> yes. at you. You just go through Paul's list. Like, you want to give me a fucking Ramona or whatever it's called? Take American Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> and if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash imdbjourney, our Facebook page at facebook.com slash imdbjourney, our letterbox pages where we keep our film diaries up to date. I am at letterbox.com slash dino underscore j88 really rolls off the tongue and you can find hendo at letterbox.com slash hendo exactly another way to help us out is to leave a five-star rating and review on itunes for us or if you're really loving the content and are looking for more why not check out our patreon where we post another weekly show breaking down films not on a top 250 list yeah we've actually got over 50 episodes on there now we've gone through some notable directors filmographies such as wes anderson edgar wright and even quentin tarantino that's right there's also tons of other benefits over there early access to our main show patron only polls that we put up on the regular yeah exactly you can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down so what's coming up this week mate well it is another patron requested review and it comes from our awesome patron josephine Olnitz, and she has selected thelma and louise ah yes girl power Woo! 
Isn't it about girls? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either, but I hear it's quite fetching. Well, only time will tell, won't it? Absolutely. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, head on over to patreon.com slash imdbjourney and check out the myriad of rewards and benefits we have to offer. All right, Dean. We're on to number 41. What do you got? Some like it hot. Ah, some like it hot. That was about the time we had our Pod v Pod 3 with Gareth and Bex. Wow, that was ages ago. Yes, it was. And we had awesome Gareth on the show with his New Zealand accent, and he gave us his own little impersonation. He was a director, writer, and some dude who appeared for one scene that just was like, what's up, guys? Yep. Doing- <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a great impression. How do you do it? Yeah. <laughs> you know that accent. <laughs> no, no, do the real one. Oh, you from, no, from boy. From, oh, hey, Chardonnay. Check out my Michael Jackson dance moves. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. My other, other favourite one of his is, Oh, yeah, g'day. My name's Cork. Nothing much can beat me unless you're paper. That's a little joke there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm goosebumps. And scene. Thank you. <laughs> bravo, bravo. I also remember a little blooper we had the uh, previous week in regards to Gareth. So we're going to take a short break, give you a promo from our great friend Gareth over at Gareth. Gareth. Gareth's. Shit. Gareth's. 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 Oh, that's not easy to say. Gareth's. Oh, a lucky Gareth. Gareth's. I'm going to do an F. I'm going to go Gareth's. That's okay. What you just said then was good. Gareth's. Yeah. You're not going to be able to see my tongue. (laughs) You did it right. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Over at Gareth's. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's the stuff that gets put on the cutting room floor <laughs> every single week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that brings me to my number 41, which is Yo Jimbo. And we did mention before about the pronunciation of, of, of expedition and exposition. And we had a little episode recently on our patron episode on smoking aces. And that's obviously about it, what, nearly two years later. And yeah, I haven't learned my lesson. <laughs> So I think that this first, say, half an hour is just this massive, massive expedition dump. I cannot wait, Hedno, until you actually learn how to say the word yeah. exposition. You'll be waiting a long time. Not expedition. Expedition, <laughs> exposition. That's the one. You're shocking. And you don't even realise. Like, normally when you make a mistake, you'll realise and, you know, give me a face. But you actually think expedition is the right word. No, I was honestly, I was like 60, 40. I'm like, I'll say it and I'll just wait for the response. Hopefully if I'm wrong, Dean also thinks it's wrong. <laughs> oh, I'll never get over it. Um, exposition. 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 All right. There's no D. I know you love getting no, the D. I was talking about the expedition that they were going on in this no, movie. You were, <laughs> you were talking about the expedition dump, <laughs> which may be a completely different thing. I don't know. <laughs> At least I know I can oh. say the two words differently now. Oh, poor Hendo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to your number 40, mate. Which is Wild Tales. Ah, Wild Tales. So I've actually, in retrospect, dropped this down two spots. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, mm. it happens. It does. I did it halfway through the course of the journey so far with one of the films. But you can see the marks of our usual witty banter and slurring, I guess, with each other way back in the day. What did you think about this one? Uh, I liked it a lot more the first time, to be honest. I felt like knowing where it was going, um, it did lose a lot of its 
uh, appeal, to be I honest. I completely agree. The first time I watched this, this was my favourite of yeah, the Yeah, me too. The, first time I watched this, this was definitely my favourite. Going back and watching it again, maybe I, mean, maybe I just knew in my head it was great and I had really high expectations, but I just felt like once you knew that... You know, like, okay, she's going to find out about mm. the husband's infidelity. She's going to have sex with the waiter and then they're going to fight and get back together. It's like, okay. Trivial uh, question. Get but, to it. Trivial question, but isn't he a chef? He's got the chef's hat. Do we need to go look at this? No, no, you are right. Okay. It is trivial. All right, so we're even. One all. <laughs> oh, dear. Even back in the day, you still like to throw on the jabs. Little jabs. Yeah, just the, little ones. The little tiny one there. The ones that maybe you don't pick up on. You, know? <laughs> just like, you sort of keep going, then you're like, hang That's on. That's exactly what happened there. <laughs> All right, that brings me to my number 40, which is City Lights. Since we have a lot of the same films we, we really hovering. Do. Yeah. We really do. And during our City Lights episode, we I brought up a question that uh, really confused me. So, you see the grandma get the letter that has your $22 in rent. That's a lot. It is. But she goes and hides it. Why is she hiding the letter from the blind girl? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like she, she can see it. She's going to suck it to the door. It's not in Braille, is it? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yeah. That was good. Oh, dear. Oh, that was really good, Hendo. <laughs> God, I have not... I haven't listened to any of these. It's like first time listens for you now. Virtually since they've come out, so... <laughs> Damn, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to your 39, mate. What do you got? Vertigo. Is this our second, third breakdown? Fourth. Fourth. Arguably our driest. Worst? No, I don't think so. This was a. I, I liked this one from a uh, intellectual discussion point of view. Do you? It, was, it wasn't that funny, but it... <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, but I feel like we had a really good discussion about this film. I felt lost in this film. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely tell when you go back and listen to it, mm. especially with your your type of pronunciation here. All right, I want to talk about the use of colour in this film. Mm. In particular, the colour green is used ad nauseum almost. Like it's it's so it's so loud and obvious with the green. Like when what when Scotty think? when Scotty first sees Madeline in the restaurant. So you're going to call her Madeline. I'm going to call her Madeline. Madeline, Madeline. I think either's right. Yeah, either's fine. Anyway, when Scotty first sees Madeline, <laughs> now, now I'm going to be self-conscious of Madeline. Oh, I knew it. You knew you just when come, Scotty, to, come to the dark side. Yeah, when Scott- <laughs> I mean, if that's the funniest clip you can pull from that episode. <laughs> Struggled. I did struggle. I apologise, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number 39 film is Paths of Glory. Well, ah. Stanley Kubrick. Yep, Kubrick. Yes, and it was around this time where we actually we took a break from the breakdowns and we did our big mega movie draft where we drafted What's that? Where we drafted films we think should be in the top two fifty list. What we did a whole episode on that? Yeah. Ten movie ten movie draft and we just, you know, had a big discussion about did it. Did we really? Absolutely. And it was quite apparent to me in that that you just decided to keep changing your mind about films that I thought you did not like. My number nine film is a film I am definitely certain that Dean will not have anywhere near his list, Children of Men. Why would you think I... Because when I told you I saw this and I loved it, you're like, oh, I didn't like it. It was crap. Nah. Nah, you did. It's you said good, you didn't like it's it. It's a good movie. You said you didn't like it. I didn't, because I do like it. Well, you lied to me then. Anyway, back to Children of Men. All right, so you're probably going to agree with me then now, since you changed your mind. But this is a, a gripping, intense, and uh, like... I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's hardly, film. it's hardly gripping. It is very gripping. It's one of those films that makes you understand 
why you watch so many average films to get to something like Does this. Does it, though? You're <laughs> such a piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the story of... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'll stop. Oh, I love it. Any chance, any chance. <laughs> so, no, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's really great. Is it? Is it you, sure, you sure about that, Hendo? I think Griffey. All right, your number 38. My number 38 is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Ah, uh, yes. That was about the time we did Pod V Pod 19. It was our rematch with Sam and Stacey from the movie reviews and 20 Qs. And it became quite apparent that Stacey didn't really know who a certain actor was. All right, the last one for you guys is Giovanni Ribisi. Whew. We've just watched him and gone in 60 seconds. I wonder if that would be on Which there. character did he Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Literally saw the movie four nights ago. Classic Stacey. Of course. <laughs> Speaking of Sam, we got a little guest message from Sam. Hello, Dean. Hello, Daniel. This is Sam Hooley here from the podcast Movie Reviews and 20 Qs. Here to wish you boys a massive congratulations on your two year anniversary. Well done, chaps. It's been amazing listening to you guys along the way. But the most amazing part by miles is, of course, the pod v pod v pod v pod v pod v pod v pod or I've had a stroke, in which I managed to take out the trivia competition. Probably the best moment of the year for me. Probably the birth of my child second, but yeah, still still a great moment. And I totally can't wait to be back next year to beat someone in a trivia competition in 2020. I'm coming for you, whoever's next. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. But no, in all seriousness, guys, absolutely love the show. Cannot wait to hear what you're going to dish out next. Choo-choo! Yes, thank you very much, Sam. And don't worry, you will be back to defend your title for the inevitable pod v pod v pod v pod two. <laughs> I thought you were going to miss a v pod then. <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs> All right, that brings me to my number 38 film, which is Catch Me If You Can. Wow, that's low. Yeah, you'd think that, wouldn't you? I mean, I do. Yeah. I didn't realize you hated it so much. What is top? <laughs> I stopped. Ha- I stopped hating these films from like A Beautiful Mind. <laughs> you hate A Beautiful Mind? No, Hutchie. Hutchie and Seventh Seal was my, my only two non-recommends. Wow. So generous, Sando. You just said I hated this film. Now you're saying I'm too generous. Make up your mind. Catch me if you can. Catch okay. me if you can. Yeah, good yeah. film. Three and a half. Anyway, Pod V Pod 27 was around that time where we had Gerald from Two Peas on the podcast. And just like me and you, he really couldn't stand that quotes game. All right, here we go. One man is born a hero, his brother a coward. Babies starve, politicians grow fat, holy men are martyred, and junkies grow legion. Why? 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 Luck! Blind, stupid, simple, doodah, clueless, luck! No f***ing idea. (laughs) (laughs) Do the first part again. Do you want to do it, Dean? I'll have a go. One man is born a hero, his brother a coward. Babies starve, politicians grow fat, holy men are martyred, and junkies grow legion. Why? 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 Luck! Blind, stupid, simple, dude, clueless luck. F*** me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty much us on every single quotes game. <laughs> oh, well, it was short-lived. That's right. Deservedly so. <laughs> All right, on to your number 37. Paths of Glory. Ah, how these movies are so similar to it. I didn't realise how similar our at least bottom half of the list was. Most of our list is quite similar, I must say. But we did have a little discussion during that Paths of Glory episode about the difference between certain ranks within the, the army, I guess. 
like, for example, coming up with this uh, discussion on the anthill with um, the, the last names, Moreau and Brulard. I'm seriously, I've got George and Paul throughout. I'm going to call them George and Paul. You can't I, even pronounce them. They don't call them, hey, how are you, General George? In the first scene, it's, hi, George. Hi, Paul. Is that seriously what you've got? Because I've got General Brulard and, like, Major Moreau. <laughs> They're both generals. Is it? No, one's higher than the other. Yeah, it's General, Major, and General. General and Major General? Yeah, General and Major General. MG. The MG Moreau. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting way off topic with yeah. this one. Just that pause. I was like, uh, what are we doing? Let's get back to the movie, shall we? What are we, we? doing? Like, in a broader sense. <laughs> All right. That brings me to my number 37 film, which is the second breakdown we ever did, Dean, Django Unchained, which basically gave birth to one of the one of the most iconic little scenes of IMDb Journey. So we open up on this first shot of these old Western planes, and then all of a sudden you get that... Django! 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 That amazing song. Let's, I just want to talk about the soundtrack, first of all. Like, with most Quentin Tarantino films, the soundtracks are unbelievable. I like. I, I think I love every single soundtrack that he's ever done for any of his movies. He actually bought the Pulp Fiction soundtrack on CD uh, back in the day. And the, I, I love that soundtrack. The Pulp so Fiction much. soundtrack is one of my like, top five favourite Soundtrack albums. Soundtracks, yeah. Not yeah. not really a big big statement though. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, I, think, not I remember not raising actually, any eyebrows here. I bought the uh, Phantom Menace soundtrack when I was a kid and it was just orchestra the whole way through. <laughs> I was very disappointed. I'm not sure what I was expecting. Yeah, and that Django clip we've played many a time through random episodes. We love Django. Django! 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 Alright, how about another guest message here, Dean? And it's from Pat and Aaron from the Feel and Film Podcast and Colby Mack. Let's take a listen. What's up, my boy? Hello, Daniel and Dean from Aaron. And Patrick. Here at Feelin' Film. And Colby from the Minority Support Film Podcast. We all want to say congratulations to you guys on two incredible years full of awesome movie-related content. Whether it's your pod V-pods, movie drafts, or just your hilarious and fun reviews, we love listening to your pod every week. Yeah, you guys are super dope on Twitter. I just love the way that you keep the conversation going for all of your listeners. You make it really fun interacting with all of your lists and rankings and really accepting all of the reviews that you end up reading on your pod. You guys are a ton of fun. Happy two years anniversary to you. Here's to two and many, many more. And we can't wait to see what the next 12 months bring. Oh, thanks, guys. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. That was really nice. All right, so we're getting there, Dean. We're roughly halfway through the list here. But why don't we take a little break here and get to... We're both masters. Who won? How did it end? Our Pod v Pod 31 movie draft results against Mark and Steve from the Movie Drone podcast on our draft of movie locations, courtesy of our awesome patron brother Shane. And the Movie Drone podcast were Team 1, the Nakatomi Plaza from Die Hard, most easily cantina. <laughs> most easily. <laughs> well said, Hendo. From Star Wars, Jackrabbit Slims from Pulp Fiction, The Winchester from Shaun of the Dead, and Amity Island from Jaws. And we were Team 2 and we had Hogwarts, Shawshank Prison, House of Blue Leaves from Kill Bill, Jurassic Park, and Outpost 31 from The Thing. Yeah, which we found out later. That's what it was called. Not The Bunker. And let's take a look at some responses. Speaking of Brother Shane, he went, The Winchester is a great pick, but Team IMDb Journey should slaughter. Mr. Positivity Wolfie T. 
Anyone voting for a prison, Antarctica, and Harry Potter over Jackrabbit Slims and Amity Island needs their head checked. I'm guessing that was a vote for Team Movie Drone. I would say so. Yes. Swamp Thing says, I see the thing, I vote for the thing. I'm guessing that was a vote for IMDb Journey. How'd you pick that one up? Qui-Gon Glynn says, I'll have to go with Team Movie Drone, as they have Die Hard and Star Wars. But to be honest, Hogwarts and Jurassic Park made it a difficult decision. Well, I appreciate that it was so difficult and you still didn't vote for us. I appreciate the honesty. TV Worth Watching says, Team IMDb Journey for me. Hogwarts is the only weak link in there, but House of Blue Leaves and Shawshank make up for it tenfolds. Romance Isn't Dead podcast says, Team Movie Drone got me because of Nakatomi and The Winchester. Those are two movies I never tire of. Flix X-Raid says, Team IMDb Journey got me with Jurassic Park and The Outpost. Carolina says, Team IMDb Journey, you had me at Jurassic Park. Rob Manafield says Team IMDb Journey. I mean, Hogwarts, Shawshank, and Jurassic Park. Easy win. The Suit Up podcast says nothing beats Hogwarts and Isla Nublar. And they are on the same team? Come on, man. Here's one from another Rob. Team IMDb Journey. Jurassic Park wins from everyone. David Powell says Team IMDb Journey by the narrowest of margins. I love Sean, but the Winchester itself is just a pretty ordinary pub. Our last one here from Still Mellow. Holy crap, that's a close vote. I thought Team IMDb Journey will be way ahead. Yeah, there seemed like a lot of responses for Team IMDb Journey that we got. A lot of comments. There was a lot of just simple Team Movie Drone comments. No real description why. But in the end, 130 votes later, we lost. Yes, we did. Yep, 55 to 45. Well done, guys. It's a sad day. It is a sad day. I believe it's, I think it's our third or fourth Pod v Pod loss overall. I stopped counting after one, Hendo. I stopped. I, I was never counting. You're counting right now. No, I'm not. Was it the third? Was it the fourth? That's that's just guessing. There's no counting. I'm just guessing. Hmm. No, nah, well nah. done, guys. Yeah, well done, guys. Great effort. Yeah, good fun. It was uh, yeah, a very close battle. It was, I did see it was like swinging from we were at 60% at one point. As it should have been. Should have stayed that way. But, you know, who's counting? Speaking of Movie Drone... They've left a little guest message for us. Hi, Dean and Dan. This is Movie Drone. I'm Steve. And I'm Mark. And we've heard it's your second anniversary coming up. So we've got something special just for you. Bombs a birthday to you. Bombs a birthday to you. Bombs a birthday on TV Journey. Bombs a birthday to you. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Hope you enjoy Happy your birthday. party. Happy birthday. Love, Love movie, movie drone. drone. Did they say Monza birthday? They said Bonza birthday. What's Bonza birthday? Uh, must be a British thing. Must be British. Here in Australia, we say happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. That nah, was, thanks that was so wonderful. Much. All right, mate, we're on to your number 36. What do you got? Hachi. Oh, Hachi. Oh, yes. The bane of my existence for several weeks there. There's something really wrong with you. It is a beautiful film. Yeah, so much so that you you like to uh, spread lies about uh, what I was doing previously to this episode. No, but we get Shang Tsung talking about how, as you mentioned in your hilarious opener, how Hachi means good fortune. I was dead serious. <laughs> dead serious. <laughs> Why don't you tell the listeners how you came up with that? <laughs> well, Hachi well, means there good I was, fortune. I'm the shitter. <laughs> and I thought, damn, I've got to say something. <laughs> I hope everyone else is having a good time like I am now. <laughs> what is with these bold-faced lies you start making up on the show? That's not a lie at all. I still remember it. That's not what happened at all. You need to stop calling me when you're on the shitter. <laughs> hey, 
I just thought of this brilliant opener. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, toilet humor. Always funny. All right, my number 36 is Some Like It Hot. And I remember this one very, very vividly because you were making fun of me because I was talking about Marilyn Monroe and her looks and you were calling me shallow that you got to be, you know, look at, you know, the beauty beyond what you can see. And uh, then you decide to contradict yourself. We get another Marilyn Monroe sing song here. And this one is particularly bad. There is a lot of poop de doop be doop stuff. Shit, Betty Boop. It, it is. Like, I'm like, what is she doing? I was like, this is boring. But holy shit, that dress is fantastic. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a bit risque, isn't it? Like, it looks. It is barely covering yeah. her nipples. Fantastic. <laughs> well, who's, who's the shallow one now? I can appreciate all aspects of a woman, <laughs> physical or the other one. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember correctly, it was basically see through. I mean, how could you not comment on that dress? Oh, but, you know, physical or the other one. The other one. (laughs) That's not as important. (laughs) All right, on to your 35, mate. What do you got? It's a wonderful life. It is a wonderful life, isn't it? We're getting into some good, good films now with Hutchie and It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, you are half right there. Uh, That was about the time we did Polvipod 12 with Dave from the Super Movie Bros. And there have been instances where our guests have kind of given away some of the answers before giving us an opportunity to answer, and Dave was definitely one of them. We're going to go TV shows again. Oh, clearly the We've leftovers. Got to go leftovers. Okay, so we'll keep that there. <laughs> I know he was in The Spy Who Dumped Me recently. <laughs> Maybe we don't say that one. <laughs> I mean, it's always nice when we get a helping hand, isn't it? A little hint every once in a while. doesn't hurt. Blatant laughter at it. <laughs> All right, on to my number 35, which is Vertigo. Now, like we said, our driest episode, but there was a little slip of the tongue from myself during this episode. Did you say something funny? What did you think? What did you think of the following her around scene and how it went for basically ten minutes with no dialogue? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I thought it was realistic. It was. um, It wasn't like it wasn't slow. Even though he was right right up her ass. Even even though he was following her very closely. Family podcast. (laughs) Sorry for my Aussie slang. (laughs) That's how we do things here in Aussie land. Family Fa- podcast. Family podcast. <laughs> that quickly went out the door. What were we thinking? <laughs> All right, mate, you're number 34. Alien. No S. No, just a, just a, just the a regular one. one. Just a regular one. Yes. Uh, that was at about the time we did our inaugural Pod V, Pod V Pod. And good old Drew from the Real Feels podcast really uh, missed an opportunity with this one. All right, next up, we have Hannibal Lecter. Higher than 60, huh? I know. Oh, goodness. My goodness. Hannibal getting busy. He's hungry. <laughs> uh, let's see. 65. All right, Drew. I'm not going to let my, my favorite number apparently now go to waste, so I'm just going to go 61. Oh, how do you not say 69 after saying favorite number? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Set up. I mean, how? how? I, I actually thought he was about to say 69. <laughs> my favorite number, 61. <laughs> uh, yeah, the other guests on that show was... Also Mike from Mike, Mike and Oscar, and Rob from Movie Geek and Proud, who's left us a little guest message here. Hey, this is the host of Movie Geek and Proud, as well as the Brunch with the Hollowells, a Charmed podcast. I'm here to congratulate uh, Dean and Daniel for making it to their second anniversary of their podcast. 
If my message is being played today, it would be because the IMDb Journey podcast has inspired me in some way or we've connected somehow through the Twitterverse and film Twitter. Or um, it's because Daniel and Dean are just two amazing gents and uh, I'm glad to be able to say thank you as well as congratulations on their second anniversary. Uh, You guys are great. Uh, Your podcast is amazing and I'm sure that um, all of your listeners and fans will agree that uh, we can't wait for another year of your uh, brilliance and and hilarious uh, jokes and reviews. And also, I want a rematch on the Pod v. Pod because my last one was very embarrassing. So hopefully I get that opportunity and definitely can't wait to hear more from you. Congratulations on your second uh, anniversary with your podcast. Rob, I don't think you did bad on the Pod v. Pod v. Pod at all. Like, you, I think you only lost by maybe a point. So don't be too hard on yourself. You were very close in that one. Maybe he has actual standards where the only acceptable result is winning, Hendo. Not like you, because you're a loser. Jesus. (laughs) 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 This is a downer of an episode now, isn't it? (laughs) We're supposed to be celebrating two years. Uh, Now I want to take these two years back. There's nothing all the listeners don't already know. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's time for my number 34 film. Once Upon a Time in America. What? Really? Yeah, I said it. Not even making the top 25. You heard it right here, folks. That is ridiculous. I don't give a shit. I've already said my uh, reasoning for this on the episode where we had our pretty extensive arguments. (laughs) But we also had a discussion about blood, I guess you could say. Yeah, a lot of the times the blood is bright red. And in this film, like like I think we said in Die Hard, the blood is so, like, it's bright red. It's very, it sort of takes you out of it because of how unrealistic it looks. But in the in this movie, the blood is not like that. It's very, um, it's dull. It's duller than, than I would expect for an 80s movie. I actually disagree with you there. I think the blood in certain points is very bright and kind of fake. That scene where they shoot well, the, is, the union leader. You know What's his name? Is, O'Donnell? Is it you know, O'Donnell? You know it is fake, don't you? But is it supposed to be f- look fake? Well, uh, is he getting shot? Like, oh, yeah, he just got shot with fake blood. It's all right. You don't get shot with blood. <laughs> <laughs> he got shot, shot with bullets. He got shot and the fake, fake bullets. <laughs> he got shot and the fake blood came out of his leg. <laughs> I think you're still reeling over how low it is. <laughs> No, 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 I've moved on to uh, people getting shot with blood. Very good, Hendo. (laughs) That's how they do it. Fake blood. All right, you're number 33. The Prestige. Yes, The Prestige, one of our very, very early episodes. Third, third breakdown, I believe. Hmm. And you just couldn't wrap your head around a certain type of cat. So Angie runs up to see Tesla all super pissed, but he does a test on Ali's cat, which doesn't work. Get it? Ali cat? (laughs) (laughs) I just got that. No, I don't get it. Oh, of course you don't. What's Ali cat? It's an... Are we doing this? What is it? You don't know what an alley cat is. Just an alley, a cat that lives in an alley. Yeah, that's a common thing, an alley cat. That's not a thing. It's a thing, not in Australia. That's a stretch. This is worse than your Abra. <laughs> <laughs> so, Angie leaves the place, but he does take, he does- Alley cat, fair dinkum. <laughs> that's what it is. No. It's alley cat. Why else would he be called alley? That's horrible. <laughs> I love that you didn't believe me. You were just like, are we really doing this? I'm not joking. This isn't a a bit here. I thought you were just going for another jab. I'm like, oh, come on. No, you were serious. 
All right, time for my number 33, and that is the Grand Budapest Hotel. This was about the time we did Pod V Pod 15 with our good buddies Dan and Caleb from Netflix and Swill. And there was a couple of interesting uh, things I found along here. First of all, uh, your response to a certain question that they asked. Okay, in Dude, Where's My Car? What are the three food items that Jesse orders at the Chinese drive-thru? Oh, this is... I should have gone first. I just watched this like a week ago. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> all I can think of is... And then... And then... Oh, no, I got no idea. Uh, three food items. Burger, fries, and shake. <laughs> Yes, at the Chinese drive-thru, he ordered a burger, fries, and shake. No, he well, ordered they don't eat that in China. It's a fair point. Well, seriously, come on. They probably do eat burgers in China. But of course, we can't go past the very first pick in our Tom Hanks draft. All right, Caleb, what are you going for? Uh, I don't know necessarily that this is a strategic pick, but this will be no surprise to Dan. I'm going with Cloud Atlas. Whoa! I, what? I already regret this decision that, to let you yeah, go first. I know that it's is incredible. <laughs> okay, like I, I can't said, wait to see how that pans so, out. So I, we, Fuck, we just, I just lost. lost it. I just <laughs> lost. Yeah, it, it didn't work out for them. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Speaking of Dan and Caleb, here's a little guest message from them. Hey guys, it's Dan and Caleb of Netflix and Swill, and uh, we're just here to congratulate IMDb Journey on two great years of podcasting. Yeah, um, boy, we've we've all been in this podcasting game for a while, and uh, it really makes you reflect on all the time that we probably should have been outside or with our families. So, good job sticking with it. Especially Daniel, he went through that 500 movie challenge this this year, and uh, goddamn, why? Why did you do it? Yeah, I remember. I remember thinking, oh boy, I'll I'll do this challenge. This will be easy. And then I watched Paul and Paul and Daniel decide to fucking throw away their lives in order to I, beat each other in a movie <laughs> challenge. I re- I remember thinking, I waste every spare minute that I have of my entire life, and I could never imagine doing something that self indulgent. But but yeah, congratulations, guys. Good job, Dean, for not falling trap to to the movie challenge. And uh, Daniel, uh, hopefully <laughs> next year you learn how to do better with your time. Yeah, the movie watching challenge. Uh, All out of your year, Hendo. I'm so glad we cut it off early. <laughs> I'd still be doing it if that was the case. God. Yeah. Very glad that's over, I must say. Hmm. Uh, thanks, Dan and Caleb, for that awesome message. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, number 32. A Beautiful Mind. Ah, A Beautiful Mind, where we basically made up our own actor. Saul, Evan Goldberg. Wasn't he in a million movies, like, around the 2000 mark? The only things that I honestly can remember him from was Friends. He's Eddie, the roommate. Okay. In, an, in a fantastic extra role there. He's in, like, a couple of episodes in season two, uh, and he just steals every episode he's in, those, those three or four episodes. I honestly can't remember any other films he's in. Why don't you hit us with some trivia, Dean, on what other films he's been in around that area, circa 2001? Why don't you tell us right now? Dean, have a think about it. Go on, Dean. All the audience is waiting here. You hit, us, hit us up with the knowledge. Give us that Evan Goldberg knowledge you're, you're so well invested in. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Adam Goldberg. <laughs> oh, man. I was wondering why it was taking me so long to find him. <laughs> yes, it took you forever. I, was trying, I felt like I was a radio station just trying to get in that dead air. <laughs> All right, that brings me to my number 32 film, which is Toy Story 3. 
And this is about the time we had Pod V Pod 22 with Gidget von LaRue and Angry Man from the Retro Cinema Podcast. And I started talking about a film that it will end up on the my you know, bottom part of the 2019 list. And you, you just could not help yourself. My number 23 is probably going to be the worst film of the year for me. I don't see it changing unless I go and see something that I know is going to be absolutely terrible. Did you know this was going to be terrible? No, I didn't. I, oh, thought, really? I thought this was going to, you know, from what it looked like, I'm like, okay, this, this could be interesting. No, it is from Netflix. It is called Rim of the World. Okay. Is it a porno? Would have got a higher rating if it was a porno. <laughs> <laughs> it was non-stop rim jobs. <laughs> You can't help yourself. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> it's there. It's, it's, it's a low-hanging fruit. you got to take it. <laughs> All right, Dean, how about another break? Let's get into... There's this tournament. Let the tournament begin! We'll take a look at our next matches in our Best 2000s Film Tournament. And we're down to the final 16. So let's take a look at these eight matches. First one, The Dark Knight against Inglorious Bastards. Next up, The, the Gladiator. <laughs> the Gladiator against The Departed. <laughs> Damn, Gladiator versus The Departed. That's that is one for the ages. It's big. What about Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers against Wally? Not as big. City of God up against Amelie. I think I know it's going to win there. Me I too. hope. I hope. Surely it's yeah. City of God with its dream run. What about this one? Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King against Requiem for a Dream. I mean, I think I know it's going to win there. Yeah, I think that one's pretty obvious. Next up, we have A Beautiful Mind up against Batman Begins. I think Batman Begins will take that. Well, I think in our brackets, we both had the Pianist and the Prestige moving on from yep. the previous round, so this is, a, this is a whole new ball game. this one. Next match, Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring against Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Lastly here, we have Pan's Labyrinth up against Memento. Couple of good matches in there. Curious to see what's going to win these couple of matches coming up. Which one's going to make it to the final eight? Final eight. Do you reckon we're going to get three out of the eight as all Lord of the Rings? I can see it. Oh, I can too, just thinking about the matches. I think the question is going to be, are we going to have three out of the four in Lord of the Rings? Oh, my God. Yeah. Gee, I wouldn't have picked that. Well, all three are ranked in the top four, so they won't fight each other until the final four. Oh, God. Yeah. I I hope one drops out at some point. Give something else a chance. I reckon. All right, mate. Let's get into number 31. My number 31 is the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes, that's right. That was when I learned that you cannot see the difference between what your what your movie looks like on TV. So we get another time period, 1932. And the aspect ratio has changed to the old 4 by 3 the square. Man, I'm glad you're all over this aspect ratio. Yeah. I'll be honest, I did not notice a change ever. What? <laughs> How did you not notice? <laughs> I just didn't. This looks a little strange. Is this not short and cut down? Was it not just a square the entire time? Man, those bars on the side are really massive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, how, I don't understand how you didn't know. No, I, I didn't. I reckon if I watched it again, I still wouldn't know. Yeah, you probably wouldn't. Like, That's what I envy about you sometimes, Dan, is you can watch a movie for the fifth time and it's like your first time. I love watching movies multiple times for the first time. It's a special gift I have. Oh, dear. Anyway, on to my number 31. It is Marty Scorsese's The Wolf of Wall Street. Gee, okay. Yeah, that's right. And that's when we had our Pod V Pod 21 against We Are DB. And it was about that time where I watched a little movie called Five Feet Apart. Right, that brings me to my number 15 film, which is Five Feet Apart. You heard of this one? Yes, I have. The poster has two people standing five feet apart. They actually look like they're closer than that in the poster. Five feet's not very far. Well, compared to the poster and the movie, it's I think about your height, isn't it? Five feet. Just what are you talking about? Just imagine you, you short like- ass telling me that I'm five foot. Short ass. 
You're shorter than me, prick, so you're a short ass. <laughs> Let's not bring pricks into this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we're talking about five feet pricks, we can both be in this discussion. <laughs> oh. oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. All right, on to your number 30, mate. My number 30 is The Shining. Yes, yeah, a very recent one we just did. Very recent. It was also at the time we did our Pod V Pod 29 with the Rough House podcast. And again, another word I did not know the meaning of. I believe I got you to watch this. Yeah, it was really weird. Like everyone knows probably by now, I tend to fall asleep a lot. But one night, it was maybe about 10 o'clock, and I got a message from Hendo saying, hey, you should check out this documentary. I legitimately put it on straight away and stayed awake the entire time. It's that Netflix stigma there. You're like, you're sitting in front of the TV, Netflix is right there. Yeah, I'll pop it on. I don't think you know what stigma means. (laughs) (laughs) Doing a lot of dictionary research tonight. It's not a stigma. (laughs) A mark of disgrace, hey? It's that disgraceful Netflix. Netflix. You just have to watch it. (laughs) I've learned so much from this podcast. Oh, wow. (laughs) That was awesome. Uh, like I mentioned, that was our Pod V Pod against the Rough House podcast, and they left us a little guest message. Hey, guys, it's Christoph and it's Marty from the Rough House podcast, and we just wanted to send a uh, a lovely special congratulations to our friends, the IMDb Journey podcast for a uh, two-year anniversary. Well done, fellas. Two years of just dominating the world when it comes to all things IMDb and IMDb-related, which, of course, as we know, very wide field. Uh, seriously, though, you guys are tremendous. Thank you for uh, having us on your show, even if you absolutely mopped the floor with us uh, in the Pod v. Pod Challenge. But I still hold that Logan Lucky is a great fucking movie, no matter what your <laughs> listeners say. And I still hold that Die Hard is not a heist film. Uh, so congratulations, fellas. Thanks for uh, giving us the inspiration to rip off your entire Pod v. Pod format for our own show. Uh, but we do give you credit, but we appreciate uh, you being okay with us totally ripping you off congratulations on two years and here's to 20 more oh god no please yes, don't do 20 exactly years. 22 years of recording you guys you guys no will hate each other us. don't do it <laughs> congratulations fellas man i don't know if we'd uh, survive 20 more years of this i mean i can't wait to do 22 years of podcasting welcome to year 20 of the <laughs> wow that'd be insane uh, thanks guys that was uh, a really nice message it was. Thanks, fellas. All right, on to my number 30, which is The Thing. The Thing. The Thing. And this is the time where we had Pod v. Pod 14 with our good buddies, Paul and Wayne from the Countdown Podcast. And when you get Wayne on the show, there's a lot of sound drops you can put in. <laughs> All right, Wayne, we've got for you Halle Berry. Ooh. Ooh. So what's she known for? How many do I have to pick? Four. Uh, four. Four. All right. So I'm going to say Monster's Ball. Very good. Hey, okay. well done. All right. Um... Swordfish? No. Damn it, she showed her titties in there. That's exactly why I was, <laughs> I was, I was sensing a theme there, Wayne. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say that one first. I, I know, I should have just gone titties. No, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we have mentioned a couple of times where you like to drop the little, the little jokes that might go over your head really quickly if you don't pick up on it, and mm. you definitely dropped another one here. <laughs> Here's one from Jimmy Roberts. As a huge DC fan, I went into this expecting a lot. My Unfo- man. Unfortunately, it didn't deliver. <laughs> I turned that back. <laughs> shot your load too quickly. Perhaps my expectation. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Just under your breath there. <laughs> All right, mate, on to your number 29. It is also the thing. Wow, very close again. Very, very close. close. And uh, there was one big regret that you had as you started off this episode. What would that be, Hendo? And I'm Dean Jeffrey, and if my dog was the thing, I'd still love him. <laughs> oh, my God, it's a girl. How did I stuff that up? Wow. Uh, sorry, Harley. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, that's how you could tell if it was the thing. Yeah. <laughs> if it suddenly got a thing, I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> wow. I, I still can't believe I did that. Is, has she forgiven you? Uh, yes, and she still has not grown a thing, so. <laughs> that's good. That's a good sign then. Still waiting. <laughs> All right, my number 20. Did you say still waiting? <laughs> what? As soon as, that- I, as soon as I said I was like, what? what? That was a live joke drop that I just missed. <laughs> that happens every week. Now, my number 29 is Logan. And we definitely had a little discussion about the, the use of profanity in this movie, of course. Well, I can see a character like Logan swearing a lot and it's not, it doesn't feel out of place. Yeah, I can see, you know, other X-Men say Quicksilver, for example. He would swear naturally and it would feel organic. But I don't know. I feel like the the old man mentor of Professor X, it probably, especially being a, a bloody teacher to children, I feel like his swearing would not be prolific at all. No, I agree. No, yeah, I do. I do understand your opinion. You know who is uh, good at the swearing? I'm the juggernaut, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fair enough. You went wrong. No, of course not. All right, you're number 28. Toy Story 3. Ah, there we go. Where it should be. Actually, you weren't that far off. No, what are you talking about? (laughs) That was on this episode where you decided to make a couple little noises as you were talking. It is the third movie to ever be nominated for uh, Best Picture after... Animated movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. I may have, I may have missed that key point there. You may have missed yes. the hundreds of other films that got nominated prior. <laughs> yes. The third animated film after Beauty and the Beast and Up. Did you just make a pop with your pee? <laughs> I did. Cause, a bubble? Because it was like a balloon. Like <laughs> It went up. I'm sure you meant that. I hope you're not implying I didn't mean that. <laughs> That's not how I normally say the word up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you realised that, you know, that wasn't an accident yet? There has been times after that where you said up and you haven't had it happen and then there have been times where you've said it and you've done it. So I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, subtle callbacks to that episode. <laughs> All right, my number 28 is It's a Wonderful Life. And this episode really showed how in sync we were with each other. But you see, we'll go back. Go back 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 to to the business and loans business. Where he's telling everyone, no, 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 like Potter will win if you do this. Just have faith. And, you know, finally they say, okay, we've got the money to to give you some. This This first first guy. (laughs) What? (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) That was three in a row. (laughs) But it definitely started uh, back on our bonus joint ranked episode we did. Uh, There was definitely a time where we were in sync as well. It's filmed very comedically. You get funny music over the top. The dialogue. They, the dialogue. They talk about it like it's just a game. Even to just them. the dialogue that they use, the way they talk in yeah. it as well, is very, you know, off, off the, the wall. wall. Yeah. That was, cr- that was wow. creepy. Don't do that. Don't say exactly what I'm I was say. nearly going to say don't do that. Damn, <laughs> I wish I had. <laughs> we just got in sync more and more as the time went on. All right, on number 27. Catch me if you can. Ah, Catch Me If You Can, obviously starring the great Christopher Walken. And when you talk about a movie with Christopher Walken, how can you not do an impersonation? 
But it is here at the suit store where we get the first, oh, I found this necklace on the road. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Uh, I, think it's, I think it might be yours. I think you uh, dropped it. <laughs> I got this uh, gold watch. <laughs> <laughs> but even here, like, it's not just that he's going to give her a necklace for it, but he starts lying. Oh, my grandfather, yeah. 21 Gun Salute, is a war hero. <laughs> You know? <laughs> so we're going to be doing you know so much. And we did. And absolutely. <laughs> and it was awesome. And we will do more of them whenever there's a walking movie coming up. You know. <laughs> All right, my number 27 is Casino. Ooh. And that was the time we did Pod v Pod 17 with Kevin Brackett from the Real Spoilers podcast. And I reviewed a little movie called Babe, which Dean took offense to for some reason. My number five is the first of two films that our lovely patrons gave me to watch in the last two weeks, Babe. Yes? No. Don't do that. <laughs> no, Babe, the lovely pig. Hey. How dare you? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, well, I, I love hearing these moments. <laughs> Because I don't remember any of this. It's just like, babe, what? No, 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 stop it. Lovely pig. (laughs) That was great. All right. We are nearly at the halfway mark here. Number 26. What do you got for us, Dean? All right. The last film that failed to make the top 25 out of 50 for me is Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. Okay. Whatever. This was the time we did Pod v Pod 26 with our rematch with Julio and Alex from The Contrarians. And it was during our What Else Have Been Watching segment where I just uh, I couldn't get my emotions in check. It is emotional. I didn't tear up like you. Of course not. Of course you not. you have no heart. But overall- have you ever cried, Hendo? Wow, really? I mean, I mean what, what do you want me to say here? Of course I have. But what, you want to give me a suggestion? Okay, no, no. Have you ever cried in a film, in a movie? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I want to know what movie. Armageddon. No, you did not. We've already discussed this. Have you cried since you turned 18 in a movie? I would say when you became a man, but we're still- (laughs) You know what? Ah, you hero. No, no, I'm thinking and nothing is immediately coming to mind. I'm sure I have. Can you teach me how to be as f***ing tough as you are? (laughs) (laughs) You can't teach it, mate. (laughs) Especially to you. So much shade being thrown. (laughs) That's what we do best. <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, Poppy Pod 26 with the Contrarians, we've got a little guest message here from Julio and Alex. Hello, Daniel and Dean. This is Julio from the Contrarians. And Alex from the Contrarians. We heard that your show is turning two years old. Hopefully it is equally as compelling as Look Who's Talking To. And hopefully we'll get to record that long-awaited Devil's Advocate episode with you guys before your show turns three. And even more hopefully, we never do any of that pod v. pod stuff with you again because we've had our ass kicked one too many times. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, when you get beat down by us twice, it's it's hard <laughs> it's hard to want to come back for another one. Now, but like Julia mentioned, we do have a little bonus episode uh, scheduled soon for their their show with uh, Devil's Advocate. So you'll get that eventually. In one year. <laughs> All right. And my number 26 is Stand By Me. And this was at the time of Pod v Pod 16 with the Casual Cinecast, where, again, another impersonation reigns supreme. Who was originally supposed to play Vizzini, Wallace Shawn's character, in The Princess Bride? Hmm... Damn. <laughs> it's the character that always says, um, 
Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wait, wait. See if I can get my uh, uh, what is it? Impersonation. Inconceivable. That wasn't bad. Oh, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> that was close. I, I, the Wallace Shawn is such a distinct person to try to impersonate. I give you absolutely an E for effort. <laughs> What do you think of that one? I didn't like it. What? A Inconceivable. F- A for effort. Effort alone. Not actual, like, you know. You say it too quick. Well, why don't you do it? Inconceivable. Oh, that is horrible. You didn't let me finish. That was perfect. No, you butchered it from the word in. <laughs> Man, what a sour note to finish the episode on. <laughs> Play the music. That's it. <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> no, let's bring it back a little bit. So... What's next? Obviously, next week we're doing our 25 to 1, but the week after we have our next breakdown, and it is coming to us from patron Chris Beetzel, and he has selected Prisoners. Mm, Prisoners, a movie I saw once. Me too. Obviously, don't remember much, so really looking forward to rewatching. Yeah, this is going to be a great one to break down. So thank you very much, Chris. We'll get to that in two weeks' time. But next week, we're going to continue on with our two-year potiversary, I guess, uh, with the 25 to 1 breakdowns we've done. Got many more guest messages to come along, lots more clips to play, and a lot more fun to have. Fantastic. All right, so thank you very much, everyone, for checking out this little clip show, and we will see you next week for part two of our 50 film breakdowns. Bye.